Welcome to the next episode of Just About Boxing Jab University, brought to you by I Build Texas. Check out our sister podcast, Jimmy's World. Both shows are available on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Today's special guest is none other than Coach Extraordinaire AJ Vasquez. What up? What's up? Extraordinaire. Man. Extraordinaire. <laughs> hey, AJ, tell everybody where you at. What's up, man? Uh, like I said, AJ Vasquez, I'm out here in Greeley, Colorado. So top notch boxing, top notch boxing club. Um, so what kind of a program is top notch? Do you got to pay a lot to go there? Is it a city program? Is it your program? Nonprofit? What is it? So uh, top notch falls under the umbrella of top notch sports academy and mentorship. Um, basically, we have boxing, MMA, wrestling, and then we have a dance program. Um, and then we have a group home. So actually, so a lot of people don't know that, but there's a group home that we uh, we established um well mike mike is the founder of it mike michael Lears, and um he's been doing that for 40 years um he's been coaching for 40 years i mean he's what 70 years old now so i mean he's been around the game forever uh martial arts you know back before mma was a thing you know uh he was a black belt in pancreas and then his wife was like world renowned um for martial arts back in the 70s and stuff and so uh so anyways fast forward to now it's top-notch sports academy and mentorship and you know where our whole goal is to uh really just try to help these kids out in the streets uh especially in Greeley you know it's a big gang uh big gang city so uh, we really try to try to get these kids out the streets and provide as much programs as possible like with sports that's what's up keeping kids busy keeping kids off the streets saw an article on Facebook today where they're talking about yeah, it'd be nice to have an Olympian come out of this gym, but it's more about steering these kids in the right direction. And I think that's very honorable and kudos to you for that. So uh, how'd you get in, into this sport of boxing, man? Uh, man, I grew up in it. You know, I started boxing when I was, when I was just a kid. Uh, we were young. Uh, we had moved out to Minnesota. My dad, uh, he, he lived up north of St. Paul for a while. So we started up there and we came back to Greeley, man. And we've always just been part of it um competed as a kid as a youth you know teenager stuff like that but uh and then as far as coaching man just me and my brother you know my, we kind of went a different route for a few years um had to go away for a few years and but as when we came back and you know uh it was just something that hey this is what we love this is a, a way that we could give back and you know that everybody knew us as like on the streets so i just felt like we could get their attention and then you know when my brother came home i grabbed him and i was like look you know this there's no sense of going back so and so he's been down with me for about three years now doing you know in the same for the same cause so that's what we've been doing man 2010 is when we opened up so um as far as like our gym and then we teamed up with top notch about three years ago so that's my reached out to us yeah yeah and uh there's no testimony without a test so i think you guys going through what you've been through in life helps you reach kids at a different level where somebody else probably just couldn't get to them. Straight up. That's what's up, man. Um, so you got some good fighters out of there. Uh, you got Grace, you got Eric, you know, you got, you got quite a few. One of my favorites is your nephew. I think he thinks I'm retarded. <laughs> Cause he just kind of laughs when, when I talk to him. Um, I know you were trying to throw a show 
was it April 18th and you ran yeah. and uh ran into a little issue. What happened with that? Man, it was bogus. Um, I man, it was straight bogus. So what happened was April 18th, you know, obviously everybody knows COVID put a damper and everything, and then you know, there's all these policies with USA boxing and all that, which is cool. I get it. Uh, but they started opening up, so we did we put the show on the books. Well, seriously, man, one lady from the city where we were in, we were gonna do it in Evans, she was the city clerk. Um she just doesn't, I don't think she understands boxing, she doesn't understand USA boxing. Um, she started like campaigning that we were promoting a uh fight night for kids, and basically that we were gonna have a bunch of drunk people just rooting on like a fight night for kids. And she literally took this to the district attorney and that's how she presented it as in that we were promoting a teen fight night with no rules, no nothing, just go in there and fight for the benefit of adults getting drunk and having a good time. Um, I got Jeannie DePriest, who's the president for Colorado LBC. You know, I got her involved and she, I mean, she went to bat, you know, explained USA boxing, explained sanction bouts, everything you know with the doctors and insurance that comes with, i mean just everything man and um this lady just i mean she would not stop man and so um you know she presented her case and the district attorney believed that she was in the right so we had to cancel it man and it was just straight bogus and you know it, it, i don't even know how to i'm still just blown away that this happened you know like it just blows my mind they have wrestling tournaments every weekend and this the same USA wrestling, just like USA boxing. And I don't get it. Yeah, so. man, that's, that's unfortunate and weird. <laughs> uh, hopefully we can send this episode directly to that lady. Like, look, man, you need to learn something. Um, right up. Yeah, she, she was wrong. Right but that ain't stop you, though. You got a show August. Tell me about that one. Yeah, so, I mean, so if you're not, if you're familiar with this area, um, you know, Greeley, there's Greeley Evans. It's like, you don't even know when you're in the other side or whatever. So Greeley is more open. Um, the only thing is we didn't go to Greeley first is because the venue was going to work with us, you know, as far as price and all that. But we just moved it to Greeley, man. And um, August 14th, yeah, it's uh, it's going down. You know, we're trying to, I want to get some of the best in the nation, you know, I did, you know, versus Colorado kids. I want all Colorado kids fighting an out-of-state kid and, you know, um, it's going to be dope, man. It's at the Island Grove um, exhibitions, uh, Exhibition Hall, um, which is, like, the biggest. That's where they do, like, the rodeo and, like, all the concerts. It's a huge stadium, and then they got, like, little or smaller buildings. So um, it's going to be dope. You know, we got some cool little belts and stuff that we're going to give the kids. And, you know, um, it's going to be nice, man, August 14th. You still making matches for that? Still making matches, man. We haven't even really put them together yet. Like, we got some, you know, written down that are, like, all right, this will be a good one. Um, so my brother's actually handling all that. So I'm still collecting some lists. I just got uh, the Vargas brothers. They actually just, that's what I was talking to right before me and you got on the line. You know, the Vargas brothers out there in Texas, um, they just hit me up. And then uh, I was talking to, you know, uh, what's the Jesus Pantadilla. Yeah. I was talking to his dad too. So um, I'm trying to lock that one in. So I'm, man, I'm trying to get some, you know, Ariana. Nobody wants to fight her, but <laughs> I've come to yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's hard getting her matches and then there's not that many girl boxers and then yeah she's just been winning everything she's on a tear we kind of expected uh you know but her dad's, her. yeah her her dad's down to drive up you know so you know 
hopefully we can get something you know uh i i gotta show some appreciation to you too because i haven't been in colorado very long but as soon as i got here man you you showed me love uh open your arms uh brought my kid up to spar at your gym man and i i really appreciate that especially us coming to a new town and new area we really didn't know nobody man yeah straight up man you guys that's that's what we do man it's all you're on the same page as us so i mean i appreciate that you know you let us come down to where you're at and we dig that you know and everybody like you know my nephew man he 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 digs you and your son and everybody at the gym so it's, it's it's all love man yeah man uh Boxing's a, a close-knit community. Uh, I see you working with some pros now. You got Fernando Acosta. Uh, you got Eric. Who else you working with? Uh, we got Ben Lugo. He's fighting June 26th. Um, he's a beast, man. That dude, man, he's a beast. I can't wait for that fight. It's actually a the the guy that he's fighting, um, Jaden Jaden Vigil. Um, he was a, he was a good amateur man, like real solid amateur. Won a lot of fights, won some big tournaments, um, has international experience. Uh, you know, was on the national team. I mean, this kid is solid, bro. So you know, the fact that uh, you know they 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 agreed to get with us, you know, like because Ben's a beast, bro. Like, I mean, he's my guy, you know. So of course I'm gonna hype him up. I mean, on some real shit. I mean, he's a dude. He's a beast, you know. Like, he. I'm excited. It's we're working hard for this fight. I mean, it's. And it's on a good card, man. They're, they're having a card up in Cheyenne. Um, the promoter does this thing called Army versus Marines once a year, and it's a huge, huge card. Uh, Jeff Cisneros from Sparta, uh, he puts on a good show for that, a good event. And uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy we're even on that event because, like I said, it's like the premier event every year in this region. And I mean, it's they've sold out the Pepsi Center, they sold out the Budweiser Center. I mean, they've they really go all out on this event, man. So, uh, and I feel like we're going to bring, man, that fight's going to be tight, man. It's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then, you know, we got Justin Gonzalez. He's fighting June, June 11th, I think. He's fighting, well, he does MMA, but, you know, he's he's fighting on Bellator. He'll be on TV. So, yeah, we catch him on, on, on Fox, I think. Um, so, we got him, Ben, let me see, Eric, Fernando. Uh, who else we got? I'm missing somebody. Uh, oh, my boy Zeke, my boy Zeke. You know he he just fought. Um, so yeah, man, we got we got quite a few like between boxing and MMA. You know, so Eric, you know he just he that's my dude though. I mean, you know Eric. So yeah, man. <laughs> um, so you got all that going on. How is it coaching MMA guys? Do you modify your boxing for them, or you just teach them general? skills how does that work it just depends man um i'm gonna keep it all the way real like i don't i don't ever like fake the funk on this um i don't like mma me neither i do i do not i even my guys i tell them i'm like i don't watch it um i don't so anyways like with boxing like it's it's weird because they have like a wrestling background or like a ground background so their stance is all jacked up and I'm real big on feet. Like that's, I teach any new guy. It's always start with the feet. So with MMA guys, it's like, man, they're open, they're square, they're ready for a shot, you know, to take down. And um, so it's kind of different at first, man, it was difficult for me because like I would try to correct that, but then like I would see them rolling around and I would see where it would cause them problems because, you know, with that foot back, you know, shoulder turned forward, it just doesn't work for them. So it took me a while, man. And, um, 
like with Justin and Lugo, you know, I got really close. Like I helped Justin. I basically trained him for his championship fight um, last, like about a year and a half ago. So, you know, we did a full eight week camp and I learned so much with that. Um, just because, I mean, I had to study, man. Like I, I literally watched videos for like two weeks straight of just his opponent and then Justin and just, so I had to learn, man, on the fly. And I just kept learning and learning. Like even now, man, like um, incorporating like, knees and kicks and elbows and all that that's different man it's it's just a whole nother ball game and you know the one thing i can say though about them guys is like they they're like true students of the game like i can only speak on justin and ben but man them dudes bro they 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 respect boxing like i take i've taken justin to spar with you with your group with your guys you've seen what he does i take justin to spar with the uh, hit squad you know june bug sean mondragon all them cats and those are some of the best and I mean, he's right there with them. And I mean, he just, he loves it, man. Like even for this fight, Hey, we got to go get some sparring in. Cause Sean's a Southpaw. He's fighting a Southpaw Lugo. You know, we got to go, we're going to go spar with his squad, you know, same thing. Cause they got, they got the best and, and they love it, you know? So it's cool, man. It's over time. I've, I've, I've earned some like love for them. I still don't like MMA though. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's something that I don't, I don't know. I just don't dig it. I just, whatever. But you know, they, I respect the the grind and them guys, you know, everybody at, on the MMA side at our gym. Uh, I mean, they work their asses off, man. I see them every day. You know, I see them working, you know, they're getting it in. So, and, and just like us on the boxing, you know, we have, you know, we, we, I mean, we win, bro. That's what we do. And they, they do the same, like they keep winning. And um, that's, you know, that's, that to me is a testament to the hard work, right? Yeah. Last couple boxing shows I went to, Top notch leads with all the hardware, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got, and then that just shows that you guys are, are working hard. You in you're winning the fights in the gym before you even show up at the events, yeah. and and sure. that's something I think everybody could learn from you guys. Like, man, y'all gym is so hot. Man, <laughs> it is hot, and it's like you got to walk in, you got to go downstairs. There's uh, my. My son was like, hey, how big is that ring? I was like, man, it's like a four-foot ring. You got a little <laughs> ring in there, and then you got a big ring in the other room. Yeah. Um, That's dude, the banger ring, though. Oh, it is, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, I'm tired. I was like, yeah, man, you got to fight a little faster in this this little ring. Um, So we got the fights coming up. You got you know, a busy schedule with the pros. Uh, I, I met you on the national scene. Uh, right. you, you missed the last couple uh the missed last couple tournaments um you going what you got you going to anyone coming up here soon or yeah i mean we it's it's hard you know how it is man i mean you know how it is bro like these tournaments like the year before like covid right i mean we went to everything the last since 2016 i don't think we missed a national tournament and then covid hit right and so i'm like you know grace you know her parents are real iffy with COVID. So like, she's been kind of like missing a little bit, but you know, she's still training, um, but not at that level, you know, the junior stays in the gym just cause obviously my brother, like he helps coach. But, um, other than that, man, like Eric turned pro, Fernando's going pro, Yaya went pro, uh, who else? Robert moved back, you know, to where he was from. I mean, all the, you know, they just like things happen, you know, pro pros happened a lot, you know, like, like I said, like Eric, you know, it, that was a big one like we were everywhere so um gabby you know she moved uh 
it's just it's things life happens and so like the last one was what the u.s nationals right yeah all we really had was junior and i i told my brother you know i, I we talked about it and it's like do we want to go you know do we take him and i don't know man we just decided not to you know like with junior he's what 12 years old so every national tournament since he was eight years old he's been at every single one and i was like man give him a break you know what i mean like this kid's been going hard like you know junior bro junior yeah. you're gonna go hard 10 rounds with terry all right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, junior's kind of the most whatever kid i've ever met yeah whatever. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, he'll just go do it. so it's just like man look give, give him a break we got a new crop man like you know you know you've met jeremiah jose michael all these dude i got this new group that's just man they're like you said we've been they've been winning like crazy and they're they're just naturals man and so we're kind of just building them up so that we can start getting back to the nationals you know with more than just one i want to take like 10 that's you know what i mean yeah, that's what's up so and, uh, but yeah we, we i think we're gonna um we're actually gonna decide in the next couple of days that we're gonna go to the jos um but if not, man, we, you know, we got silver gloves coming up. So we got, you know, golden gloves, uh, stuff like that. And then for, for sure, though, at the end of the year, we're going to go to the U.S. again. Like, that's for sure. We already got that on the calendar. So if we miss the J.O.s, we'll be at the later this year. Okay, that's what's up. Um, speaking about, like, you gave Junior a little break from going to all the national tournaments. Do you see the benefits of getting some rest, especially with these little kids and uh, amateur boxing junior and my son got a lot of fights they're both about to close out a book if not already over 100 fights or close to it uh do you see the benefits hey man you got to take a break dude i do I, I i really do it's something that i've talked to you about you know what i mean i've talked to daniel you know because he gave lentil you know his son a break and, and it's like i see it man you know because like we have wrestling at the gym right and we have this kid named andrew Lears. he was the number one recruit coming out of high school I mean, he was bad. Won gold at the Pan Am, and it's like you just saw the wear and tear on his body. Not, I mean, he's still doing good. He's, you know, a D1 wrestler. You know, I mean, he's one of the best. But it's like you see the wear and tear. I've, I see some other kids, and it's like I just saw another kid. He was one of the best wrestlers. He doesn't want. He had six scholarships, you know, big universities, and he quit because he was like, all I've been doing since I've been six years old is wrestling. Junior, he's been boxing since he was eight well before eight you know he's been in the gym but it's like i want to hang out with my friends he's at that eight and it's like man I, it's like yeah man it's like you got to like don't burn them out because they love the sport but if you keep forcing them to come it's like they're not going to love the sport no more yeah and and it's it, like, you do you notice that it's a wear and tear on the body as well as the mind too oh yeah i see it with junior you know like lentil you know from his squad too like uh you know, Grace, even there was a point, Eric, it's like, it's, it's like, they're almost going with the motions and their skill is like high enough where they can get by, but you can tell it's not at their hundred percent. It's like, it's just, they know what to do to get by without getting hurt or, you know, looking bad, but they're not, you know, like juniors lost a couple here and there. And it's like, but he didn't even, it's like, it's like, you know, that he can do better. And, it, and to me, that's his mind. Where he's just like, man, I'm burnt out. You know that to me, that's how I see it. And so it's like, hey, like after this, uh, after the Golden Gloves, he's actually going to take a two weeks off, and then we're going to get ready for Silver Gloves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, yeah, man, it's, it's. Yeah, I think it's a huge deal. I, I see these guys, you know, on Facebook, and they're like, 
they go to the gym and then you see them at home after the gym doing more. And I'm like, bro, they're 13 years old. Like, let them be kids, bro. Like, let them play video games. Let them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel you, man. It's, like, it's a trip. Uh, and then is it when you notice that, do you be like, hey, you need to take a couple weeks off, or is there something you say to them, or you is there a conversation that needs to be had? with the athlete like hey man i i notice this you know what i mean yeah i don't i don't go into too much I, I, it, that's a hard one because i don't want them to feel like we don't have confidence in them you know what i mean yeah and, um, so like it's kind of hard but i would hey you know just we're, we're not gonna have practice for a week you know just kind of keep it like super simple but it's always like that conversation with my brother like hey you think they need a break you know what i mean like let's you know, so like with all the kids that we got right now, you know, like we're taking 10 kids to this next tournament. It's like, I've, we already established, like these guys have been going hard, like for the last like two months, like, Hey, let's give them another week off after two weeks. And then, and then silver gloves is right after that. Like give them some time to rest, you know, cause with silver gloves, you know, you go to state. It's so fast. It's like state regionals, nationals all within like six weeks. Eight yeah, weeks. It's a lot of work and a lot of, yeah. a lot of time. You ever notice, well, because I've coached the teenagers too, uh, that sometimes they take a break and then it's like the never ending break. They never come back or they, you know, especially like that 13 to 15 age where they discover boys or they discover girls and it's kind of hard to get them back. Bro, that's the worst. I just went through that with Fernando, bro. And he's 20 or he's, yeah, he's 20. 21 he you know found a little chica and you know especially man i tell i here's a joke but i tell them to stay away from the mexican girls because they'll, <laughs> they'll keep you at home <laughs> yeah I, I got one too <laughs> but yeah man it, it sucks it's it, it's uh that's the struggle man like that 14 15 16 because then the girls or the boys they start you know it's like man but what can you do man you know what i mean like I, you know, unless you're the parent, you really can't control that. So it sucks. I I, I see that stuff all the time, all the time. Yeah, man. So. I, <laughs> it, it it kills me all the time, man. And then, yeah, man. like my son's entering the teenage years, and he's like, man, I got I got to be fly. I need these kicks so these girls like me. And I'm like, man, you killing my pockets, and you ain't got no game. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> so well, juniors, juniors, he's not even my kid, man. And that's all, man. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel you. So, like, do you coach, uh, like, I've talked to some people and their style is their style because that's the style they're raised with. Did you develop your own style to teach boxers or is it something you just adapted or you're adapting to the specific person? Both. Like, I feel like... um the guy that coached us, you know, when we were younger, Robert, his name was Robert Johnson. He was a real, like, um, he was very technical, but he was like, he was a banger. You know, he was like, yo, get on the inside and bang away. Uh, but like the thing that I've learned over the years, some kids ain't like that. Some kids want to stand it out and, yeah, you see my son. <laughs> yeah, you know, and to me, it's like I had to learn that. Like, you know, I I always tell people, like, you know, when we first started coaching, you know, I try to mold everybody like that. But over the years, I'm like, all right, that doesn't work. So yeah, man, I'm like, I've become more adaptive to each kid, 
you know, but I still keep like um, certain things. Like you could still box on the outside and still get to the body. You know what I mean? And yeah. so we're real to me. I'm we're real big on that. And then defense, like we're always, you know, hit, don't get hit, hit, don't get hit, hit, don't get hit. You know, it's like, like Terry, I love Terry, your son, like the way he, you know, he's, he's, he waits, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like junior too. It's like they lose a lot now, but like in five years, watch what happens. Yeah. It's, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. As as a coach is I'm a, I'm, I tell everybody I'm a sore loser, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm super competitive. I'm a sore loser. And then it's my son with my same name named after my daddy too. So I'm like, Oh man, we got (laughs) to win. But then, I get it, you know. I get it. I went through it too at one point too, and I'm like, man, what, you know? But the goal is pros, man. Right, and I have that conversation with you. I have it with Daniel. You know, Daniel. I I keep saying his name like we're real tight, just like me and you are real tight. But it's like we say the same thing. It's like a lot of these dudes, you know what I mean? Like to me, there's levels to it, right? So it's like you got the local level, and a lot of these guys are like only at the local level. That's cool. You know what I mean? But like Terry, Junior, Lynch, Juni, Eric, when we go to nationals, that's where they shine because I, to me, it's like not only do you got the boxers that are local, then you got the officials that are local. Not to knock on them, but they don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure if people see this in Colorado, they're going to get mad. But the officials in Colorado, it's like they see a kid that goes like Terry, he just fought in Longmont. Yeah. Horrible call. Horrible call. Like horrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe that shit. But um, there was a few fights like that. And it's like they see a kid that's let's say moving forward, but he ain't landing everything. You know, like Junior Terry, I feel like even Lynch, like, you know, they're catching, you know, they're it's like, do the do the refs see that? Do they see the work that they're doing? You know what I'm saying? Do they, yeah, they're moving forward and throwing punches, but it's like junior Terry, all these, they're making them, they're, they're hitting gloves. They're, they're blocking everything and they're countering, you know, they're not throwing 20 punches at a time, but they're throwing that one or two that's connecting every single time. And it's like, yo, but that's why I, like, I tell my kids all the time. I was like, yo, we're not worried about this. The, the local to me is it's sparring with the winner. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We're more worried I like about that. The, we're more worried about the tournaments like yeah, when we go to tournaments you know junior grace eric yaya robert we've always every tournament since 2016 we've always come back first second or third place every time proofs in the pudding yep. you know what what can you say to that you know same yeah. thing with terry like it's yeah. like that's where it's like you got you, there's levels so where do you yeah. want to be at and then if i say I guess if we were to be able to fix the officials on say the local level, because I, I came moved up from El Paso, Texas, I seen it there, coached in Memphis, seen it there, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a local issue everywhere, but like, how do you fix the, the local officials? Is it because we don't have enough shows for them to gain the experience? Like, what is that? See, that's tough because like, okay, I'm going to use Colorado, like, okay, COVID happened. But, I mean, now you've seen it. They're starting to have shows all the time. So you're getting experience. But it to me, it falls on, like, like the chief of officials, if they want to call it. Um, 
I'm not trying to call this guy out, but the guy from Colorado, it's just like, yo, man, like, I never see that guy at a national tournament. Go to a national trip. Like, why is it? Why is the chief of official from the LBC that we're a part of not at a national tournament gaining the experience that he needs to have too? So that when he comes over here and he's showing these guys, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a domino effect. It's just like a coach, right? If if you have your, you're not. I don't. I don't think when I first went to a national tournament, I I learned so much because I was like, damn, like we got to step our game up. Like these dudes are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's the same thing. Like once I went to that first one, I was like, all right, I know what we got to do now. I think with the officials, man, it's like, if you're not getting that experience outside of these local shows, like, well, then how are you supposed to judge a junior Terry? Like, I'm, I, I honestly want to have a conversation like, okay, I got uh, Panzeria coming up, but possibly, you know, the Vargas brothers, these, you know, I got some kids from Chicago, you know, let's say we get Ariana a fight. Are we going to have to worry about these local judges scoring something on that? You know what Not I'm saying? Like, We're gonna get it over with. No, I get you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Let's take her out the equation. But you know what I'm saying? Like the other ones, though, it's like, you know, like because there's a possible mashup with uh Panzeria and and uh Troy Nash. That's a yeah. hell of a fight. Yeah. You want I, in my eyes, it's like, man, I hope we have good judges that day. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And and it, it, that's gonna be a good fight. I actually thought that fight was supposed to happen at at one of these national tournaments and yeah, uh, didn't make it though. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, if that fight happens at your show, man. <laughs> yeah. It's that's a, that's a man. People don't even realize how good of a fight that is. Yeah, man. That's a national finals type fight that you're going to yeah. have on a local show and you hope whatever the outcome, it's a fair outcome, you know, cause it, it, it affects relationships down the road. Um, I had, I threw a fight in El Paso and half of Colorado showed up at my show and then they beat the El Paso kids and the El Paso kids was like, man, y'all set us up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. I was like, Hey, y'all, they, they knew the game a little bit better than y'all. They got more experience than y'all. Uh, but you know, they was like, man, they, you, you set us up. It was like, they fight more often than y'all, but the judges were fair in that case. You know what I mean? They, they really were fair in that case, and I complain about the El Paso judges, like nobody's business, but in that case, they were fair, and that's all you want when you throw a show and you got out-of-towners coming, especially these elite-level fighters. Hey, just make it fair and let the winner win, but just it should be a fair decision. You know, the other thing that bugs me, man, and tell me if I'm wrong, you know, I'm going to use your son. Bro, again, like, he got robbed. I I don't know, man. That, that fight was horrible to me. Um, but uh, the one thing that I see, like I said, tell me if I'm wrong, but you get a lot of um, coaches, their wife is a judge or like a family member is a judge. And then like, especially in Colorado, man, it's like real, it's like high school, man. It's like clicky. You know what I mean? I don't dig all that shit, man. I'm, I'm, I grew up gangbanging. You know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. start doing that even yeah. now. Like, we get all that. You know what I'm saying? I and, but I, it's like, it's a trip, man, because it's like, well, if they, if if this coach, his wife is a judge or friend or whatever, whatever, well, they don't like us. So are we getting that decision? You know what I mean? Like, even though, because sometimes I'd be looking at him like, like, I do, man, especially in Colorado. It's like, you know, it's not like we're not like liked out here, but I don't really conversate with many people. And so I wonder sometimes I'm like, man, is Junior getting a fair shake? 
you know, does Grace get in a fair shake? Because like I said, Junior Luke, like, you know, Terry, we've lost those type of fights where it's like, are you, what were you guys watching? Yeah. You know, you put that same match at a national tournament and it's a 5-0 win. Yeah, I've actually had my son tell me when we was living down in Texas, like, hey, man, I lost because they don't like you. <laughs> I was like, what? Right. <laughs> it hurt my feelings, too. And I was like, yeah, but it shouldn't like, be that way. Yeah, it no, shouldn't be that way. You know, but it's like it, it crosses your head as a coach. You know what I mean? Is it like that? Is it not like that? You know, but then at the same time, like, well, do I try to make people, do I try to make myself likable? But I'm like, man, whatever. You know, like the ones that know you, yeah. You know, it's like that's all that matters, I guess. Because again, there's levels to it. Like we're more worried about those nationals. Yeah, that that's where we want to be. We want to be. We don't want to be the local joker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Nobody Straight wants up. to do that. Yeah. So, but uh, another question I want to ask you, um, especially because you you train some MMA and and uh, you you might have a opinion on this one, maybe different from mine, but I don't know these YouTubers. Whack. Whack. All right. There we go. There we go. I won't even pay it. Bro, look, I love Justin. I love Lugo. <laughs> I love the guys in my MMA part of the gym. I don't watch it. When Conor McGregor fought Mayweather, I don't like Mayweather. I tell people all the time, he's the best at what he did. I'll give him that. He was good. I just don't like him personally. You know what I mean? Personally, I didn't like to do. But when he fought Conor, I put every, as much money as I possibly could on that fight. And I had all these clowns. Oh, man, Connor's going to do this. Connor, I'm like, bro, he ain't even going to fucking touch this dude. Like, yeah. Mayweather, and he didn't. Like, Mayweather carried that dude for eight rounds. And the yeah. moment he put it on him, it was over. Yeah. And it's like, man, like, the, so no, like, this, what's his name? Logan Paul? I think so, yeah. Man, he's a clown. Like, he is a clown. Like, it, it, it pisses me off, man, because then it turns into, oh, well, he's making money. If your whole goal is money, you're not a man to me. Yeah, Money comes and goes, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I've had money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, now even, like, I have a you, – you you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to put your business out there. But we make we, – we live very comfortable. Yeah. I don't give – I don't care to tell anybody that. I, I'm in shorts and a shirt every day, not looking looking like I'm worth 20 bucks. I wear sweats but, all the time. Right. Like, so money to me is like, it's not my priority. It's going to come. So like when I hear these dudes, oh, he's making all, you're just saying that because you don't make that. I'm, if I was, I did music for 12 years. I traveled the world. I was the same, the same I am now was then. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, or no, I, I think that shit's a clown. That shit's a joke, man. Like Mayweather is even more of a clown in my eyes for even taking that. It's like, bro, like you're a you're a real boxer. Like, why would you entertain that? Like, oh, because I'm gonna get I'm guaranteed this money. Man, get out of here. I don't respect that. You know yeah. what I mean? I love this sport too much for it to be like be a mockery. And that's exactly what it is. It's a mockery. Yeah. But, and then I, I also feel like we are in the only sport in the world where the fan watches and be like, man, I can whoop him. Like, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, really? Where'd you gather like, that from? Yeah. I I don't tell this to a lot of people, but we're in a city where there's a university and um, 
there's been a lot of times, bro, where I get some football player from the university. Man, I'm strong. I'm tough. I, well, you're going to have to practice for a while before you spar. I'm ready now. And we go back, and then Eric lays them up real quick. It's done. They're knocked Eric, out. Yeah, Eric will ruin your life, man. Right, Fernando. You know how many times I've had Fernando um, handle this real quick? You know, Fernando's on. The, he's won his last five fights as, with knockout. That little dude has some power on him. You know what I mean? Serious power, yeah. And, and, and the same thing, you know? Junior, bro, just about, about three months ago, check this out. We had a kid that came in. I think the kid was like 17 years old. Junior's 12. This kid was probably like 110. And um, this kid was like 17. Same thing. You know, just he thought he was tough, blah, blah, blah. And we put a kid in there. And he was a little too much for him. I looked over at Junior, and I could tell by his style. I'm like, Junior, what do you think? I got him. I put Junior in there with him, bro. Junior folded him with a – I mean, he stepped off of him, boom, to the body. That kid buckled, and Junior just hooked him over the top. My Done. God, Junior. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, so, like, it's with the YouTubers, like, dude, Floyd's going to murder this cat. If he does, like, if he takes it serious, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to murder him. You know what I mean? Like, it's a joke, dude. Yeah, man. Like, how did, what possessed, uh, no. Uh, (laughs) 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 That, I'm I'm sick of paying for pay-per-views. I remember watching just USA, the Tuesday night fights, yeah, uh, yeah. Friday night fights on ESPN, regular HBO boxing after dark, uh, Showbox. Exactly. You know, maybe that, maybe one or two pay per views a year, not pay per view every month. And then, like, I support like uh, a lot of you know prospect fighters. So every you know, what they fight far away, it's that nine ninety nine on Fight TV. Or you know, I'm mean, like, I told Daniel Bay that I interviewed him this morning. Like, dog, you, I'm gonna write you off of my taxes because you fight twice a month and i gotta pay (laughs) 9.99 every time i want to see you fight so no i'm not gonna like yeah pay-per-views out of the question for me like uh unless it's just a real fight like a real big fight with two prime fighters putting it all on the line yeah i'll pay for that but it costs too much just to you know what i mean yeah i just yeah i just I, i just went to the canelo fight and I'm like, yeah, I saw that, man. That was dope. <laughs> I'm just gonna start going to the fights. Forget it, because I'm with you. Like, you're paying a hundred bucks. You know, I found a round trip ticket to the Canelo fight. You know what I mean for fifty. And right. so, like, and then you know, whatever's I paid for the ticket. That's another thing. But it's like, I'd rather just go watch it live, because like, you know what I mean. Yeah, man, it, I can't. The pay per views are killing me, man. Okay, like, okay. And I hate the commentary. Yeah, you know they should mean? shut up. Straight up, like some of them. Like I like Andre Ward. He's our, you know, I I can tolerate him, but like, uh, what's the Mexican cat's name? Sergio Mora. Yeah, man, I fucking can't stand him. Yeah, uh, Mora just pisses me off. You know what I mean? Score, the scorecards, Chris Mannix. Like, what are you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> they need uh, to bring Jim Lampley back. Jim Lampley needs to come back. Uh, that was a seasoned crew. You know what I mean? Jim yeah. Jim Lampley. Uh, what's the one voice? The dude said, "If I was fifty years younger, I'll whoop you." Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant. They were seasoned crew. They're they're yeah, professional man. journalists. Um, like I think Tim Bradley sounds like he's commentating on WWE a lot of times. He's very excitable. He's knowledgeable guy. You know, he always yeah, says yeah. what's going on, but he just 
He's just always yelling. Like I feel like him and Andre Ward are gonna fight one day. <laughs> Cause he always yelling. Like, Come on, Dre. Like, hey man, <laughs> ease up on Dre, man. Like, yeah, yeah uh, Tim just be yelling for no reason all the time. So, hey, honest question: If Ward was still fighting, one seventy-eight or sixty-eight, yeah, one sixty. Him and Canelo. Who takes that? Dre. You think? Yeah. Because he's black. Nah. <laughs> I love Canelo. Canelo's the top of my pound for pound list. I love Canelo. Uh, I think Canelo gives him problems. He does, but. And he has enough power. I think he can hurt Dre. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think Dre. I think, I think, that was, I think yeah, Canelo's a, feet are just a little too slow for Dre, and Dre's going to figure that out. Yeah. Canelo, is, uh, his upper body's great. I think his feet are just a little slow. Yeah. I can, Okay. I think, yeah. I think Dre just, he waits too long. He was, he was too much, like, I like his style. You know what I mean? Like, he picked you apart. But, like, somebody like Canelo is just going to put the pressure on when it needs to be. It's like I wonder what would happen because Kovalov gave him problems. Yeah, he did. But Kovalov is nowhere near the boxer Canelo is, so it's like you know. And Canelo has power, man. I don't know. I wish, man. I wish they would have fought. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's one of those uh, what if. Yeah, and and I'm I'm a big Canelo fan. I love Canelo to death. I think he's great. I think he learned his English from me because you've heard me speak and. His English and my Spanish are about the same, you know. Straight <laughs> so, up. Straight up. So, uh, if you were the one person in charge of all the boxing in the world, like the boxing czar in the world, what would you do to fix boxing? Take away all the belts. I think all these belts. I just was in a fight in Cheyenne, man, and there was the main event. This person had all these so-called belts, and I'm like, and then he fought a scrub, like. You know, the kid was like 13 and 0, and then he fought some guy that's like 1 and 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on. But anyway, so take away the belts. Um, and then I think the one thing I, I appreciate about the UFC or MMA, like with Justin and all that, bro, they fight. The best fight the best. You know what I mean? There's no, you know, this Errol Spence Crawford shit. Like, what's oh, the where they can, Yeah, talk yeah. track. And, and yeah. I think. Crawford wants that fight. Oh, you know what I mean? Spence, Spence might get beat by Pacquiao. Let's be real. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I see. That might happen. I like Errol Spence a lot. There was some. Que- I still have some questions post accident. I don't think Danny Garcia kind of put no, the gas on him to see see if it did have an effect on him. And you know, I like EJ a lot. I really like his style. But yeah, there's some questions out there. You know, the fact that he. I think he should have been able to get somebody small like Mikey Garcia out of there. You know, you know, there's some questions there. The fact that Bud's just begging for the fight, you know, or he was, I think he's past it now. You know, Bud's a beast, bro. But I think to fix boxing, though, like make him fight, man. You know, you're old enough. I'm old enough. Like, bro, the best used to fight. I mean, like, I remember being a kid, like a real young kid, but. You know, the Haglers, the Hearns, everybody talks about that era. But it's real, man. Like, them dudes fought each other. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it's like... They did. They, everybody should fight each other. Everybody, bro. You know what I mean? 
yeah, he cleaned out 175 like nothing. You know what I mean? And then he had James Tony on his record, Montel Griffin on his record. Uh, you know, Mike been, McCallum was on his record. You know, he'd been around. All them cats, Chavez. I, I'm not a big Delahoya fan. He fought everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know, man. Just fight. <laughs> All right. Before I let you go, you want to let everybody know how to get a hold of you uh, if they're looking for for matches for your show, uh, your social media handles. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So for the show, it's uh, G Town Throwdown, man. Uh, August 14th. It's at the Exhibition Hall and at the Island Grove Regional Park. Um, we're taking pre-match lists now. You can send them to my Facebook, just AJ Vasquez. Look for the Aztec stuff um, or Top Notch Boxing and just send your list. Um, <laughs> damn, my allergies are killing me. But um, other than that, get a hold of me. All right, man. Nice talking to you. You have a, a good Memorial Day, man. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right, later. Peace. Later.